All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a candle. Are we human because we gaze at the stars? Or do we gaze at them because we are human? When the stars were right, they could plunge the world to pastures in the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today, we'll be playing session four of Angel's Thirst. From Cults of Cthulhu, written by Chris Lackey, Mike Mason and Friends, and published by Chaosium. Who are you all playing and how are you today? How? I'm playing Adelaide Glifford, and I love being kidnapped by the Mafia. Brayden. Hey, I'm playing the Bengal Cat, and I think we're a fish, Lee in trouble. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Noxicals. I am playing Thomas Tommy Cornell, and I'm really looking forward to meeting this slightly damp encyclopedia salesman. <laughs> Lydia. I'm playing Johnny Webster, and I have a horrible feeling we're about to be made an offer that we can't refuse. And I am Fedra, your keeper for the day, and gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pun. I, you just don't know the language, okay? Hey. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Lydia, tell us what happened last time. The Bengal cat's ill-fated break-in nearly comes to an unpleasant end as a dark car draws up outside the warehouse. He attempts to slink away, as do the rest of the party from their hiding spot outside, and thankfully the cat burglar and his friends manage to skedaddle. With one investigative door not only closed, but seemingly guarded by local mafioso, the investigators decide to seek help from the other side of the law. Tommy will pose as a British copper, with Johnny providing backup. While they wait, Jonathan quizzes Tommy on how to look the part of a hardened operative from Scotland Yard's special branch, but, bless him, it's clear things would go much better if Tommy does the talking. The LAPD detective is world-weary and of only limited help. Tommy talks him into releasing details of the missing man. Levi was scheduled to work until midnight, but dropped off his last passenger at 5pm on the day of his disappearance. His abandoned taxi was later found by a shopkeeper. Recognising a man who wants to protect himself, Tommy sees the detective knows more but is afraid to talk, and that his career may be in jeopardy if he helps the pair any further. The party set off for the neighbourhood where the car was found, only to discover a code of silence rules the streets. One might almost call it an omerta. Neither persuasion nor bribery are of help, and the frustrated party are wondering where to turn next when a familiar car draws up alongside. It seems the group have displeased the local crime lord, one Mr Lombardo, and his henchmen are making them an offer they cannot refuse. At his offices on the docks, Lombardo questions the group, displaying a sadistic streak as he verbally toys with them to find out their most shameful memories. Secrets uncovered, even the most hard-edged of them are left feeling vulnerable. The mob boss has heard of the party's investigation in his warehouse, which is a perfectly legitimate import-export business, naturally, and suspects them of stealing a certain greenstone statue depicting an octopus god. The statue's prospective buyer is furious and threatening a lawsuit. The uncomfortable conversation is interrupted by a hideous, wet gurgling coming from behind the office door, which suddenly flies open. What new horror will our investigators face? 
So you've just heard that soft gurgle in the distance. And then the door flew open and you saw an utterly unexpected, confusing and terrifying sight. Everyone, roll me sanity. Oh no. Kicking this episode off strong. Oh yeah. This is not a good start, is it? Oh, my sound's really high. Still failed, though. <laughs> my mind's only 40. That'll be all the uh, weird stories my dad told me and all the strange books I got reading, I suppose. Succeeded, though. 31. I succeeded with a 38. Hard success here. First one of the game. <laughs> Yay. Nice. Okay. So with one failure, we have a D6. Oh, good. Ouch. Ooh, one. That's all right. I can live with that. Okay, you're all fine. Not a problem here. Uh, please write down in your character sheet uh, next to uh, Encounters with Strange Entities, uh, gurgle one out of six. <laughs> <laughs> I want gurgle please. to be the name of the final boss of this scenario. Are you doing it? Tell me. That's Mr. Gurgle to you. Am Did I you doing it? it? You doing I've it? written gurgle one out of six. I absolutely Perfect. have, yes. Cool, just checking. My sound is now 69. Nice. And then you see them. Two creatures, human in posture, but with grey, moist and slimy skin, long and sharp nails and webbed hands, and a head with distorted, animalistic features, eyes deep and empty, a mouth filled with spiky teeth stretching from one side of their face to the other, and a series of jagged fins instead of hair. All over their naked bodies, you see carvings or markings or scratches of some sort. They lunge forward aggressively. You all manage to maintain your composure somehow, but one of Lombardo's men screams and flees in panic. Another one steps towards this supernatural threat and Lombardo screams for help. Uh, let's do a dexterity order. Whoa, so they're not Lombardo's friends? <laughs> Are these not extras always... who wandered off a film set? I just assumed. Do you not he always scream you. when you see your friends? Ah, <laughs> 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 hey, it's you guys. I'm assuming these are not the fishes he's been sleeping with. <laughs> he wouldn't say, would he, yeah. if, uh, if they actually are his friends. He'd just be like, fishmen? Never heard of them. <laughs> the fish he's been sleeping with. Uh. It is time for combat. Or not. I mean, you don't have to do combat. You're just in dexterity order. Mortal combat. You don't <laughs> seem like, like the hardiest of people at the moment. Well, don't let our lithe frames and uh, tap dancers' shoes <laughs> lure you into a full sense of security. Before starting anything, because of the um, how they kind of ambushed you, you see them, one of them, slash and kill one of Lombardo's men right in front of you in one blow. Oh, good God! Johnny, you're a fast boy, what do you do? His first instinct is to step in front of Della, so he'll do that. And he's also looking around for anything that he can use as an improvised weapon, anything sort of heavy. Okay, what kind of thing? This is an office. Like a lamp? Yeah, a lamp or one of those kind of big, heavy, like things that weigh down paper. Okay. I don't even know what you call them. Oh, a paperweight, obviously. <laughs> um. <laughs> One of those uh, weights you put on paper. What's the term? I'm just getting into the Johnny mindset, okay? He's, he's not the brightest. The method. Yeah, I'm a method up here. <laughs> okay, well, I'm happy to let you have a uh, paperweight. Okay. Next, uh, the Bengal cat. Bengal Catboy is going to glance around the room, uh, running behind the desk that Lombardo is seated at. I assume he's at some kind of desk being all mysterious. He's more like up and screaming, okay. hiding in the corner. Is there or a desk? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I hide uh, under it. <laughs> he's going to run to the other side of it and just begin like 
putting his hand underneath the desk looking for hidden firearms. Ooh, okay. Roll me a hard luck. Oh god, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> could be worse. You could have luck twenty-five, mate. <laughs> I failed. There's okay, nothing. Okay, unfortunately. There. Staple remover? There's there's nothing there. There is there is a staple <laughs> remover. Um box of thumbtacks, just chuck it at him. Ha! Tommy. So explain the layout of the room to me. They've burst in through some sort of front door. Are there any other doors out of here or are we trapped? There is one entrance uh, and there is a second door but it leads to a bathroom and there's a window. Is there a window in the bathroom? Do we know or not? Uh, there is a small window but it's not... I mean, you, you can't see at the moment because you're not in the bathroom. Okay, but, right. Um, in which case, I think what Tommy would do is he would get behind the desk as well, uh, along with Benji, and he'd shout, Get out of the way! And he'd start trying to chuck the desk over to sort of provide a sort of rudimentary slowing barricade for okay. fish monsters. Nice. Lombardo screams more, and he shouts to his men, Do something! Do something! Um, while he cowers away. Adelaide, is your turn. Adelaide would like to do two things, if possible. Um, the first is, do these things uh, awaken any memories in her? She's made a lifetime study of the occult, and she's got... Not that sort of memory. Girl mythos. Mythos, not occult. No. Okay, well, she's got some points of mythos. Not enough for that, though. That's a 28 over 10, so... Okay, she doesn't know what these things are. Uh, but she does scrabble in her clutch bag and pull out a small revolver. I say a small revolver. It's a perfectly serviceable um, service revolver from the uh, Afghan war. From her father. Um, and because Jonathan's just dashed in front of her with a paperweight, um, she's mm -hmm. gonna sort of shoulder him aside and say, Mind out, darling. Um, cover your ears. And then take a shot. Okay. That's a 73, so no go, unfortunately. It goes wide. Okay, so the uh, another one of Lombardo's men steps forward and tries to shoot, but the creature slams his gun away to the ground and then lifts him up from, from the throat. The other creature starts kind of moving towards the back of the room in a straight line that seems to be going towards Lombardo. Back to you, Johnny. Oh, how far away is the fishman at this point? Is it like within charging distance? And does it look like it's it's going to attack us? I'm uh, going to assume that we have the table in the middle. Behind the table is Tommy and the Bengal cat. On one side is uh, Adelaide and Johnny, and on the other side is Lombardo kind of stepping backwards. He might actually be going to hide in the toilet. And the front creature is right next to the door attacking the one of the the men of Lombardo and the other one is going to the side of Lombardo so it would be to the other side of the table than the one you are. Okay, um, so Della's just shot the gun. Does it look like it, it's at all sort of shocked? Is, is there any sort of moment in which he could kind of take advantage of that and maybe rugby tackle him? boy, Johnny. Get stuck in there. He tries. <laughs> so it's holding up the uh, gangster and it hears the shot and it momentarily turns. You, it, it, Its face distorts and shifts, but not in a way you can interpret. And then for now it turns back. Okay. Uh, I, I think that's probably a just as much of a, an advantage as he's going to get. So yeah, I think he's instinctively just going to try and leap on it and sort of bring it to the floor if he can. Okay. Uh, would you like to roll me a brawl? Okay. No, that's 70. That's way out. Okay. You try to attack, but there's too many obstacles in your way, so you kind of slow down and you just end up standing next to the creature holding the gangster. Okay. The Bengal cat. One of the goons dropped their gun, am I right? Yeah, right next to Johnny and the, the creature. 
Okay, I'm going to run out from behind the table and pick that up off the ground and try and throw it back to Tommy without discharging it. <laughs> to shoot Tommy. Do you know how catch this bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot. Roll me throw. Oh, okay. Don't fumble it. Well. I'm st- standing right next to you. Please don't fumble it. Unless you want to take it to him. I mean, would I be able to do that too? <laughs> yeah, it would just take you longer. So I wouldn't be able to get there this turn? No. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm throwing it to you, Tommy. <laughs> Catch. Oh, I might don't miss. Wait. If I fail, where does the gun go? Uh, not to Tommy, I guess. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'll just take it to him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you not shoot it? Oh, I'm a pacifist. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> I'm a criminal. Uh, I'm a pacifist and I refuse to break into places. I'm only an accessory to murder. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> he does his best not to harm others, so he's coming back with the gun for you to harm others. He's doing a great job, honestly. That's so an interesting far. loophole. Yeah, it's a grey area in his belief. Okay, that's his turn. Uh, okay, um, so the Bengal cat has kind of like jumped over the table, grabbed the gun, and then turned around and started walking back very carefully. <laughs> Tell me, what, what did you do? So have I managed to get the desk between the party and the fishmen? No, the desk is between you and the fishmen. The Bengal cat has jumped over it and left to grab the gun. Uh, Adelaide and Johnny are on one side and Lombardo's on the other side, but you're very much behind the table. This isn't working, is it? Okay, <laughs> in which case, the the window from the office, is it big enough to climb out of, or am I going to have to smash it? Uh, it's not open, if that's what you mean, but it, it, yeah. Okay, fuck it. In that case, the office chair is going through the window. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, I like what your head's at. Roll me strength. Uh, okie dokie. Uh, 60 could be worse. It could be worse. Oh, that's a 17, which is a hard success. Nice. You break I hate the window. Some chairs. And I'll shout, This doesn't look like one we're going to win. Out! Lombard is like, What? No! Not my chair! <laughs> that was orthopedic! <laughs> <laughs> Lombardo um, is on his way to the the toilet. Um. That's his own problem. Look, <laughs> I'm scared too, mate. But come on, when you gotta go, you gotta go <laughs> to hide. But then he sees you break the window and he starts running towards you. What do you do, Adelaide? You've uh, you've shot somewhere, but it wasn't useful. No, clearly. Well, these things seem pretty single-minded and not immediately hell-bent on murdering uh, me and my nearest and dearest. So I am going to grab my nearest and dearest, I think, Jonathan, and try and tug him towards the newly the newly uh, opened window. Time for a getaway, I think. Okay. The other fishman kills the gangster. So it's Tommy right in front of the broken window at this point. Behind you is Lombardo, and the rest of you are kind of on your way there. The fishman is trying to grab Lombardo, but told me you're unfortunately a little bit on the way at the moment. Yay! So you're gonna get, you're gonna get. Um, no. Oh no, Tommy! I think we win this flung? one by uh, shooting Lombardo. Gonna get flung? <laughs> Let's see how you get flunged. Is it going to turn out to be one of those shape of water fishmen that just really wants to kiss me? <laughs> <laughs> so, would you like to dodge? I would definitely like to dodge, yeah. I think, yeah, my dodge is better than my brawl by 10. So okay, like so you can see this kind of uh, fish creature is running towards Lombardo and it just tries to backhand slap you out of the way. Sure. To I'll get try there. And, I'll try and duck it. Uh, that's a 13. I think that's, uh, that's, oh, one point off an extreme success. Okay, it just succeeded. So, okay, so I've hard, I've hard succeeded. So I'm. That's good, which means that if you like, you can jump out of the window. 
as a dodge? Uh, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm being paid. I'm being paid by Della to do stuff, and part of that's probably keeping her alive. That's so. the kind of dedication I like in a workforce. So you are dodging by going towards the <laughs> other fishman, is what you're telling me. No, I'm I'm dodging by getting out of the way of. The, are you saying that there's nowhere? Oh, I can get you're out just of the way ducking without... and staying. Yeah, in yeah, the I'm same just, space. I'm sort of just yeah, letting okay. him get past me. If he wants to eat Lombardo, that's his business. <laughs> Lombardo's not paying me, and he was threatening me a minute ago. No, he was, he, he was nice. <laughs> Plus, he asked you really embarrassing stuff. <laughs> that, and now he must die. He knows too much. Look, it was just that one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the window's broken open. Of course, there's some. it's not cleared, so there's still some chance of getting hurt by the broken glasses on your way there. Tommy's kind of squatting on the ground next to it Fishman going for Lombardo other one behind the first one and what does Johnny do? I think now that he's seen the window has been smashed open and that Della is pulling him away from the Fishman he's going to change his mind and he's going to go with her Um, he's still holding the Paperweight, so I think he's going to use that to try and clear off any sort of broken shards and make it more safe mm-hmm. for people to climb out. Okay, so you're going to the window. Um, was Della leading me towards the window? How? That's yeah. what I thought I spent my turn doing. Yeah, I was trying to get a space. Yeah, yeah but um, there's there's at least one fish person in front of the window from where you're standing. It's Lombardo, oh, right. fish okay. person, other fish person. Crouching Tommy and then window. Right. Um, that is a less clear path than I thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we've got to go through Fishman to get to the window. Fine. Okay. Um, in that case, I guess Johnny is going to try and whack Fishman over the head with his paperweight. Just enough to kind of get it to to leave so that we can get through. Okay. Bro, please. No, that was way out. That was uh, 60 over. So as you try to hit the uh, fish person with the paperweight, the fish person lunges at Lombardo, so you end up kind of swiping at the air. Um, The fish person doesn't even notice you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least he's not swiping at us. (laughs) Bengal cat. The cat. (laughs) You throw the the gun at the fish person. Does the fish person look like it's about to get, you know, down and angry with Adelaide and Johnny? Uh, they seem to be going for Lombardo. Okay, quite single-minded. Very good. I will run towards the window and sort of dodge behind any fishmen in my way and hand the gun to Tommy. Okay, so you're at the moment in a queue behind Adelaide and Johnny. <laughs> we're just forming and forming an orderly queue. <laughs> Come on, we're all British. How big is this office? The Hello, Tommy. This person's landing out of the way. So Adelaide, <laughs> no, Johnny almost hit Tommy with a paperweight. Oh my god. Oops. But thankfully, oh, wow, it's very close. Tommy was already ducking, so, so it's okay. Are we all just in a scrum? Like, is this a very safe environment to be firing handguns in, or not so much? I mean, you're, you haven't fired anything yet. But no, but I'm considering it. And it's <laughs> starting to sound like maybe that's not the best plan. I mean, you're a bit tight mm. because you've thrown the desk, so you've shot, lowered your like space, mm. and there's stuff everywhere. And there's two dead bodies on the ground that are also difficult to navigate. Oh, my God. So, you know. Uh, in that case, I didn't realise how close we were. If, you know, Tommy's like half a foot away from me, but I can't hand the gun to him. I'm not going to try and run to him. Uh... <laughs> We could probably all team together and push this fish, per- fish person out the window. What do you think? Well, my other thought is if they're all dashing for Lombardo, who's dashing for the window, is there now a route to the door? Yeah, exactly. My thinking. Yeah, yeah. Mm. My, my feeling is let's just get the hell out of Dodge. All right. Mind you, the I'm fishmen in. came in through the door, so there may well be more fishmen outside. The fishman getaway driver might be in the fish car outside. <laughs> 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 fishmobile. <The> <laughs> That does sound like a better shot, though, because, I mean, we haven't managed to do anything to these guys, and they appear to kill pretty instantly, so we probably mm. don't have long before they just eviscerate Lombardo and turn on us. True. Yeah, I push, push Johnny and <laughs> Della to the door. 
Johnny's just getting dragged around. <laughs> He's just being pushed. <laughs> you are going almost towards one of the two fishermen doing that. But I guess you're trying to weave around. You might have to step over some dead bodies. That's okay. To get there. So I'd like a dexterity from everyone to not trip over the dead bodies <laughs> while they're running out of the room. All right. I love okay. the idea this is going to turn to some sort of Benny Hill thing where we're all tripping over It always does. some really bad Slipping in the blood. <laughs> oh, mate. So I just rolled, I just rolled a hundred. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. You, how what does everyone else roll? I passed with 61. I passed as well with 42. 46 under 50. So everyone passed. else passes. You manage to usher everyone out, and then Tommy, who's last, tries to follow. But you see there's a bit of a fishman on the way. So he bumps into the fishman, trips over the blood, and falls face to face with one of the dead bodies, um, headbutting the dead person. And, oh no! Uh, roll me one d for damage, please. For oh the face. no! That's how much damage I do to the the deep one on the way past, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's three three damage to my face as I fall. <laughs> you break your front tooth. No, Athanath. Didn't you already have like a broken? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you already have like a deformed mouth or something from? I've an got injury? a big old facial scar. And mm. now you break your nose. You just kind of like go face to face with a dead person. The mouth so is open. So have I broken my nose or have I broken my tooth? Uh, you know what? <laughs> what have you, you got? Kind of both. Whatever it is, it's broken. <laughs> yeah. Just there. a little bit though. Nothing. Nothing ridiculous. Okay. Little tooth. Face little tooth, smash. Little tooth chop. Little tooth chip and a great yeah. big bloody nose. Your face is just like a little bit flatter than before, basically. Just enough to um, make you look even more badass. You might have some bite marks on you because the dead body was hanging with its mouth open and you felt on the teeth. <laughs> well, that that stuff that stuff gets infected. I need to get some uh, some Dettol on this immediately. <laughs> and um, it hurts, and you don't like it. I'm assuming. I don't know. To be fair, not judging, but. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I love being bitten in the face by corpses. It's one of my favourite things to do on a Saturday. <laughs> and as you run towards the door, you see the first fishman grab Lombardo and haul him over his sh over its shoulder and turn around and start running towards the door you're running out of. For oh God's God. sake. <laughs> Oh, Make up your minds. Oh, oh. We should have just gone and hid in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Followed by another one, of course. Oh my god. All we've done is get in the way of their perfectly simple <laughs> Mafia boss delivery run. Boy, do I feel silly. Uh, Johnny, you're running almost out the door. Um, you probably kind of either at the front or pushing Adelaide ahead of you. Um, yeah. And I guess <laughs> you, you see, you, you hear noises behind you and a lot of screaming that's coming closer and closer behind you as uh, the fishmen are running towards the door and they seem very little preoccupied with whether they crush you on the way out or not. Can I see what's happened to Tommy falling over at the corner of my eye or is that kind of too far behind me at this point? Um, you'd have to turn around and look down, so it would take you a second. Yeah, he's going to look back over his shoulder while still trying to push Della in front of him. <laughs> yeah. And you can see what's happening behind you. Tommy, come on, mate. Come on. Oh, you absolute box, you hunt. <laughs> Gets up dripping blood from his face. A Bengal cat. Did you manage to give the gun to Tommy before he fell? <laughs> That's my question. I sure didn't. I still am <laughs> <Okay>. holding it. <laughs> like, what do I do with this? He shit? was number three in the Tommy queue, so he couldn't get to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take a number, like at the cheese counter. <laughs> now my numbers come up, and uh, Johnny's called out and said Tommy, and then Tommy's. Uh, well, I've probably heard him fall over behind me anyway, because I was the closest to him. Uh, I'll turn around and I'm going to run 
back and try and help him so we can get out of here. No, Tommy's left behind. I'm all right, I'm all right. Get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> okay, Adelaide, what would you like to do? Um, we're all trying to get out of here, right? Yeah, you're at I the front as well, so... I proceed. Do you run straight ahead and out, or do you run and tack behind a wall, or do you run and crouch, or do you go back and try to pull other people? There's some options here. <laughs> I run round to the back of the queue and just start pushing. <laughs> no, I run straight out the front, and then what I do next is going to be dependent on what's on the other side of the door, right? Oh my god, give me a moment. Oh boy. As they're running behind you, Lombardo, in a fit of rage, pushes himself out of the grip of the, of the of the creature and starts running towards you frantically. Oh no. <laughs> no, Lombardo, leave us alone. <laughs> you know, he screams, help me! Help me, you motherfuckers! Is it still my turn? Is this <laughs> taking place on my turn? Yeah, you haven't done anything yet. Um, <laughs> shoot Lombardo. Shoot him in the kneecap. To be perfectly honest, that's exactly what I was about to do. <laughs> yep. I'm going to aim low. <laughs> wow. And uh, she just sort of closes one eye, takes aim, and... Uh, oh, no. Completely fails. 81 over 40, I'm afraid. So, bang! Roll me and just a, Oh, no. Shoots Tommy in the nose. <laughs> You're in a queue, I, I, I remind you. Everyone's in melee today. Oh, my God. Uh, I was aiming no, low. I did specify. Well, this Tommy's is not... quite low. Come on. Oh, <laughs> All the rest of our kneecaps. <laughs> oh, no. There's a lot of kneecaps run scrambling about at the I moment. I should have just kept running. That is a 94. <laughs> So I failed. Okay, I'm gonna roll a die. Oh, uh, I don't like this. Okay. I'm literally holding my breath here. God, <laughs> I should have let shooting Lombardo just remain the joke it should have been. I'm so sorry. And you shoot one of the fishmen. Are you serious? Are you just going easy on me because we're getting married? <laughs> I'm not going easy on you. This is the worst thing you could have done. Oh, fuck's sake, Della. Oh no. <laughs> I've uh, initiated aggro. Oh, we've made them upset. <laughs> She's uh, aggroed the mob. Oh no. Roll me damage. I certainly will. Seven damage. So it's dead, right? You hit it in its head. Nice. Aiming low, but apparently <laughs> this thing was running on all fours. You did not do well in your rolls. <laughs> okay. Really <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> you aimed. <laughs> Aimed. I didn't do well, but I got a headshot. It recoils, and then its eyes its eyes spin around in a full 360 circle, <laughs> and then turn back to you. No. Oh no. Do little it birds blinks tweet around its head? Four and a half times, and then it drops its chase of Lombardo, and turns its posture towards you. Oh God. Right. You were so close. <laughs> mm. It passes by all the rest of you, swinging its arms, trying to get to Adelaide. Can I get a dodge from everyone, please? <laughs> Literally everyone. Oh well, God. you're all quite squished <laughs> together. Unless you want to fight back, in which case you have a chance Damn of stopping it in cute. its tracks. <laughs> Could you guys just please get in its way, please? Just sort of Does slow it, down its so momentum. It looks as though it's trying to get to... To, to the person uh, who shot it. That's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> in all honesty, I might try and trip it up. Yes. Yes. My man. Yep. I'll give you a bonus yeah, die because it's you. a fun way of uh, yeah. totally. I'm, trying, I'm not Fighting trying to back. hurt it. I'm not trying to rugby tackle it. I'm trying to make it fall over. This is getting absolutely farcical. I will <laughs> join you in that endeavor. Let's go. We that should tip a bucket a of hard custard success. over it. That's a 21 versus 50. Okay. Hell yeah. Well, it rolled a 99. Yay. Yes. So, yay. <laughs> oh, what a relief. It falls down and starts making some very angry screeching noises. Run, you fucking idiots! Um, well, it flails its arms around. <laughs> the other one is still trying to get Lombardo. This one is screaming in, in some sort of emotion. You can only guess. 
And the other one grabs Lombardo again, who's like, no, not again! Uh, Johnny, what, what do you do? Johnny is just going to try and push Della as far and as fast out of the room as possible. Please, and, yes. Uh, Toss me on your shoulder. Just go, go on, love. Go on. It's all right. Go, go, go. Thank and you. He's he's going to be looking back over his shoulder the whole way just to make sure that everybody else is following as well. Are you trying to carry Adelaide? Oh, um, he's just kind of like pushing her in front of him. Okay. But like looking back mm-hmm. as well. Bengal cat. Well, geez. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to run over the top of the body of the fish person and I'm going to run out the door as well. Tommy. Uh, I will pick myself up <laughs> bleating from my face and I'll bolt for the door and shout over my <laughs> shout over my shoulder, best of luck, mate, at Lombardo. <laughs> 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 Adelaide. Poor guy. Uh, we run, I think. Yeah. No! Don't leave me behind! I will kill you all! I will kill you all! Best of luck with that, son. Uh, <laughs> what an unpleasant out. man. You run out the door, followed by one of the fishmen carrying Lombardo. Everyone roll me constitution, please. Oh, no. Okay. Constitution. Hey. Got evens, 50-50. And that's a 42, baby. That's a hard success. Woo! 11 is an extreme. Okay, do we have any fails? Oh, extreme success. Okay, you, you fast. Yay! Cool. Okay, so you ran out as fast as you've... faster than you've ever run before. And uh, disappear without seeing what happened behind you. Ugh. I think... Johnny will probably shout as he's running. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Lombardo. We can't. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry, Johnny. You can't even imagine what men like him have done to people. You can hear the general screams and shouts of uh, some of the work people as um, behind you as you run away. Oh, this is awful. And uh, after a long time running, where your legs are so tired you can't run anymore. You look around and you deem that you're maybe safe enough to take a breath. <sighs> oh, um, uh, Tommy, I've got you this gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think genuinely Tommy will look at it and then just laugh his ass off <laughs> and then take the gun and tuck it into his inside pocket. As you laugh, your face hurts. Yeah. Oh, come on, that hurts, mate. Stop, stop, stop. Okay. Oh, you're all right, Tommy. Well, I've been better. Can we just take a minute to ask, what the shitting Christ was that? I don't know. I've never seen nothing like it. I've never read or heard of any creature matching that description. They seemed to want Lombardo, though, didn't they? Well, yeah, until then they wanted Della. Well, you know... Maybe don't just shoot everything you see, yeah? Well, they were... I mean, they, you saw them. Those weren't costumes. What were they? Do you reckon those are what took Levi? He said he was being guarded by monsters or something, right? But he was nowhere near the water when he was taken, was he? Unless they came out of a fountain or something. Wasn't it in the dream, though? In, in Selena's dream that he told her that he'd been guarded by monsters... Not like in in real life. Well, there's no way that something like that snatched him up in the middle of the street. We're out here by the docks. We're out of the way. You know, it's a little easier to not be seen. But there's no way those things walked up the street and grabbed him. If they've got him now, then something significantly less slimy picked him up in the first place. Unless there's sewers around or something in this weird city that... Uh, Selena saw was actually just the sewer underneath the streets. Oh, don't say that. I'll look down at my feet like, oh, Christ. On our way running out, did we see any, um, we saw no further fish people, presumably. Were were they leaving a convenient slimy trail? No fishmobile, (laughs) nothing. (laughs) 
I mean, you just ran. Okay. You didn't follow them. Yeah, no, fair enough. My god, what if they didn't come up from the sewers? Where did they come from? Can I ask at this point, out of character, the Venice of America is the area of town that we've been around, kind of Venice Beach, Venice Boulevard, and it looks like on the map, like there's canals, hence I imagine the name. Is that right? Oh, bollocks. Is that what they are? Mm. I guess that's, that's what they look like. Wait, you're not in Venice now, though. Now you're at the Long Beach. Oh, we're down in Long Beach. But where... um, We're at the docks now. Are we we not literally at the docks? No, you were at number seven. Um, Where the taxi driver vanished? Right by Long... Oh, the taxi driver, yeah, was by Venice. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, saw them canals, right? Maybe the things, they swam up, like, from the water, then they they kind of made their way up, uptown and and got him by coming out the canals and then maybe they took him back down there. Well, what are we supposed to do if that's the case? I don't know. But, I mean, nobody could survive that, right? They would have drowned him. But I, I reckon that's probably how they came out. That's probably how they found him, if if they did take him. Do you think that these things um, are working for someone in particular? I mean, the only people that we know that have an issue with Lombardo, aside from, I mean... Any other goons that he may have stepped wrong would be for the delivery, right? Or who knows what criminal associate or rival that he's antagonized, but it's true, they seemed... They moved with a purpose. They weren't just vicious creatures. They certainly looked like they were coming to... They had something they wanted to do, and they probably wanted to to kill him. Well, let's break this down, right? He had something that that church wanted. That thing got stolen. The church got upset. He reckons the church stole it. But maybe the church didn't steal it. And maybe whatever they are, are something to do with the church. Saying that, it is perhaps 20 minutes before the service. Maybe we should clean you up. Yeah. Tommy. Cool. Yeah. We find a pharmacy. And you are... A 20 minute, 15 minute drive from the church. We don't have a car because we got abducted. <laughs> well, good thing you know a very reliable taxi cab company. <laughs> <laughs> Shippy. No. He'll Why take us there, but he won't help us with our shopping at the other end. <laughs> <laughs> Can we feed Dan Shippy to the fishmen? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. what he deserves. <laughs> um, do we want to take a bleeding, uh, broken-nosed Tommy to the church service. I, I'm loath to split the party, mm-hmm. but um, does someone maybe want to accompany him to a clinic and then other people go to the church? Ooh. All I need is some water and a, you know, a water and some aspirin or something. I'll be fine. A dash of powder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a little bit of lippy, well, I'll be fine. Hang on. Is there another service tomorrow or something? Like, how much of a rush tomorrow are we morning. in? There's one tomorrow morning. Do we really need to, you know... Well, listen, we're all shaken up. Poor, poor Tommy's been through... Uh, Tommy? Johnny? Tommy. Yes, it is Tommy. God. <laughs> we're this all Tommy. Tommy. Come on. <laughs> we are all Tommy, yes. Tommy here has been through the wars. Uh, perhaps this isn't exactly the moment to go to church. Yeah, I think we should cut our losses. Clean ourselves up. Get Tommy some bandages. The only thing I go would say home. is if they are something to do with the church... We know that right now, they're probably not at the church. But I hardly think that monsters from the Black Lagoon, that's probably not a reference to be making in the 20s, but uh, <laughs> I doubt they're showing up for every evening mass. Might live in the basement, I don't know. None of this makes any fucking sense. Depends how religious they are. <laughs> My mum used to go every Saturday, every Saturday afternoon, and three times on Sundays. Oh, and Johnny. remembering your old ma, there was some resemblance, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> the point is, if these things exist, this is a big city, lots of people, that's lots of potential witnesses. Someone, somewhere, knows these things are here and they've written it down and they told someone and the information is out there somewhere, damn it. And if we look in the right places, we can find it. 
I don't think there's any sense trying to try to scour church basements right now. We've we've got to think. We've got to plan. I think my first uh, my first call of action here would be moving my family off of my boat, which is on the water right now. Considering there's fish people after oh, us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, no. Get, get another hotel room. Yeah. I, I'm sure we can arrange that. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. Think of that. So we're flying home, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Selling this fucking boat. Yeah, no boats, never again. <laughs> oh, I see. We're flying home, and uh, when I need the loo, I'm finding a bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better safe. Were there transatlantic flights in the 1920s? I don't think so. No, no. no. or nothing. Yeah. I guess you're all staying in America forever. This is which where we works live now. <laughs> well, for the next scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Too scared to return. <laughs> oh. Right, well, back to the straight to the hotel then. And I'm, it's a fancy hotel. I'm sure if we tip somebody, they'll go and uh, raid a first aid box for us. We can go to a drugstore on the way back. Hmm. I'll uh, take off in the other direction to get my family in from the docks. All right. We hail a couple of taxis and uh, should we reconvene in our in our suites with some bandages and what have you? Okay. And a dog and a cat and several kids running around. <laughs> Does anybody have any first aid? Uh, not here. I believe so. Just the base, I'm afraid. Yeah. We've all got base 30, though. Base is pretty though. good, though. Yeah. Yeah, so. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind getting a hit point back, to be honest. <laughs> Once no, we're in the hotel room. I mean, um, I don't know. If you chuck enough money at um, hotel staff, don't they just like call a local doctor and bring them over to look at you or whatever? We could get you properly seen to, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing specifically suspicious about my injuries. I had a bad fall. Yeah, That's or true. you got yeah. mugged or whatever. It's fine. We're not out in the sticks. Like, we're not We're not just reliant. We, we can still use, make use of society. <laughs> well, we don't, mm. we don't want to say I got mugged because then police come knocking and they ask questions. I fell over, fell down some stairs, whatever. Yeah, there we go. You had a nasty fall. <laughs> you fell. <laughs> <laughs> Smokes fist. Cracks knuckles. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. So you return to the hotel, you have someone uh, seeing to uh, your injury. Tommy, you can have a hit point back if you like. Thank you very um, much. You definitely missed the service, uh, but you have some time to decide your next steps and go over what you know and what you think and what you feel and, you know, do some, some group therapy, whatever you need. Okay. Are my family unharmed? Yeah. Good, good, Except good. they've all got gills now. <laughs> they always did. Nobody hurts the Bengal kittens. <laughs> you just notice for the first time the resemblance. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> the Bengal cat and the Bengal fish. Okay. <laughs> 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 Very good. Well, what's our, what's our scheme here? Adelaide's head is, like, she's thinking about occult bookshops and, like, university libraries and places to find out where the kooks of this city would have been writing about, you know, sightings of local cryptids and stuff. Yeah. We can try and find out more about that church as well. That's a good shout, yeah. As in, I don't know, when they bought the building or how long they've been around, whether they show up in the newspapers. Floor plans, I'm sure we might be able to find. I've heard there are a lot of floor plans in this uh, vicinity for some reason. Incredibly detailed floor plans, in fact. <laughs> and what else they do, like, out in the community? Like, we know they run a soup kitchen. Maybe maybe this priestess woman has done some interviews or something. Are we definitely going to the service in the morning? Well, yes. First-hand information. Primary source. We'll start there. And then uh, perhaps the newspaper offices... Take a look through their microfiche reels. Uh, research, yeah, there's options like um, the county court offices, the city planner office, um, the police, but not the same guy as before because he doesn't like you, county clerk, that kind of stuff, depending on what you're asking for. Well, I was also wondering if it would be worth like trying to search um, like newspaper archives at the library for mentions of the church. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they've got a quite a distinctive name, haven't they? Mm. They're the cult of the fish cake dawn or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Skip the newspaper. Pretty sure that's accurate. Society of the Angelic Ones. <laughs> there can't be many women ministers in town, so I would imagine that would be quite newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're agreed. Church service in the morning, and then uh, newspaper offices and or library archives the next day. Yeah, after that, right? Yeah. Gives yeah. us the evening free. floor plan that just, you know, shows a mysterious tunnel leading down into the depths oh, yes. of the it's underground. It's really common in blueprints for it to have haunted <laughs> yeah. well and stuff marked on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like all the leads that we've gotten have kind of been duds, haven't they? I mean, we're sort of, we know what's going on, but at the same time, it's like, we don't really have any like allies or good information. We're just kind of walking in blind. You had a potential ally. But, uh, yeah, well, you know. We would have to fight, fought off two yeah. giant <laughs> frightening fishmen that killed mafia goons like they were bits of wet tissue. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we failed yeah. the police. We just rolled really badly, didn't we? No, the police was always going to fail you. Oh, just like in real life. No, yeah, I, I rolled all right in in actuality, yeah. but he was just he was just a poop. You can't win with the police. Let's be honest. Nah. the police helping in Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, really, yeah, we are we are now the kooks who believe in local fish people and weird churches. It's uh, Los Angeles. There's plenty of them. Yeah, maybe we should just yeah. uh, like mm-hmm. get a megaphone and start yelling at people on street mm-hmm. corners or something. Yeah, we'd fit right in. Mm-hmm. The end is here. The end is here. <laughs> so, uh, should we just, you know, play some cards this evening or something? Do we have any anything else to do? Yeah. I'm going to bring my kids into the room. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love children, provided they're not mine. It is the next morning. It's quite a pleasant, sunny day. You, of course, remember what time the service is? What time do you go? Oh, hell. <laughs> Get there early, you see. <laughs> it's at 9 a.m. service is at 9 a.m., yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. I put it in the notes. And, yeah, you see a wide spectrum of people entering the temple. You follow them. This time... What's the, what's hmm? the general makeup, like, in terms of... I mean, do they mostly look middle class or do they mostly look, you know, lower (laughs) class or... I'd say a good variety of people. The entire congregation is fish people. Like, ah, there's your problem. (laughs) Just wearing different kinds of makeup. (laughs) I'm also imagining them in, like, a Sunday church hat. Oh, yeah. Little fascinators. (laughs) All dressed up smart, like... Sunday best. Yeah, no, nothing exceptionally lower class or upper class or anything. Just yeah. There aren't people wearing hats with fish attached to them or anything? <laughs> no, they're just wearing shoes, a fish has shoes. But other than that, nothing <laughs> odd. <laughs> we are in the fish shoes, they're fine. <laughs> Betty uh, Guthrie's now here, but she's shed her skin and now she's Betty Guppy. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> uh, Dan Shippy's become Dan Fish and Chippy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, and yeah, you instead of going left to the community area like you went for the soup kitchen, you follow people right and you enter the temple. There's so many people here, uh, it almost fills up the entire auditorium. It must be the most popular service, potentially. You also see the woman you met last time, Louise Crosby, in the white suit, who smiles and waves at you. She seems less stressed this time. Like, she doesn't have sole responsibility for what's happening. She also sits in the auditorium. She doesn't just screech soup and then make a clicking noise at the back of her throat. (laughs) (laughs) The temple room is modern with art deco styling. Um, It creates the impression of being inside a cocoon as the curved and strangely angled walls seem to converge around you when you're standing within. Despite the weird architecture, uh, the interior is laid out quite commonly. There's an altar in the center of the chancel and a pulpit to the left while the lines of wooden pews are provided for the congregation. You estimate it's enough to sit around 160 people, so a lot of people here. The ceiling is high, reaching to the roof of the building, 
uh, where bizarrely shaped skylights of different colored glass let streams of light in. I can have a spot hidden or architecture role if you like. I didn't even think architecture was a skill. It is. Is it like an art craft? <laughs> it's, one of those, it's one of those optional ones, I think, isn't it? Oh, okay. So, no, I, I definitely don't have it. So. But I've got a decent spot hidden, so I'll give it a go. That is a hard success. Hard success here too, 23 under 59. Normal success on spot hidden. Fail. You just look up at the ceiling and you see uh, also a conventional re- rectangular-shaped skylight uh, above the center section of the pews. Um, it appears to be latched. The okay. Behind the altar is a large, simple crucifix wrought in metal. Despite its seemingly Christian presentation, the altar and interior walls are engraved with many strange designs, for which I allow occult and mythos. Ooh. Both of them are allowed. Not either of them. Okay. Well, I have them exactly the same. You can make both of them. You don't, you don't have to pick. Oh, lovely. Mm. Oh, come on. I fail on Mythos. And I fail 66. on a six. That's almost the number of the beast. Yeah, failed both. I'm six points off, and I'm considering spending six luck Which to find one? out what the heck. Oh, a well, cult. I've only got ten Mythos. Okay. Am I allowed to make two separate rolls? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, yeah, no chance. 39. Okay. Um, uh, do I want to bring myself down six points of luck to find out what the symbols are about? I think I do. Weird church, kooky symbols, Fedra's chuckling. We're just going to learn the same thing that we learned before, right? The theosophy. <sighs> God, we probably are, aren't we? You know what? Yeah, I'm going to save my luck. Okay. Just before the service begins, a young man lights candles and then an organ starts playing classic hymns. A beautiful, fair-haired young woman walks out in ceremonial robes. She is very, very beautiful. Her hair is braided in a long tail, uh, but she's quite small. And as she walks out, the whole congregation rises. She then leads the service from the raised platform at the front of the congregation. Atmospheric footlights lend the woman an almost supernatural aura. The service is similar to a typical Christian service, though there are some elements that are a little strange. You can roll me an appropriate role if you like. Um, Something Mm. relating to religion, Christianity, or... Would you allow history of Jainism? (laughs) Yeah, why not? Very specific Uh, choice there. Hang on, history of what? Thank you. Jainism is a religion. Oh, wow, I'm ignorant, sorry. Nope, I failed by far. Oh, close. I mean, it's not a Christian religion, but it's still a religion. (laughs) Yeah, that's enough. I I can also allow a hard no, if you like. I'll give it a hard no. Yeah, go with a no. How do you feel about a cult? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, No, I did. I did not know. Uh, that was a 98 for no. Johnny. Oh, no. No. Is that a fumble? No. Yes. Really? Mm. But yes. what's my your... Only... My no was 40. Oh, my Your education boy. is 40? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yes. No. Bless him. I love He's not guy. into book learning. Oh, Romy Sanity. Oh, dear. Uh, that was a pass, 40 against 60. Okay. This all seems very... It, it still brings like a nice and warm feeling in you. You feel drawn to this philosophy. Um, and here's the sermon that follows. She says, We stand upon the shoreless ocean of the universal truth. Light in darkness, darkness in light. The angelic breath is eternal. It proceeds from without to within, flowering outward to encompass all things. Light is the cold fire. Its flames produce the heat of life eternal. The water of life is the angelic breath, filling us with divine power. The angelic one's spark must be relit, must be relit within our hearts so that we shall know the universal truth spoken by the angelic one's tongues. Through fire, 
earth, air and water shall their word be known and lift us up so that we may manifest our true spirit without the impediments of the flesh. I can uh, get another occult roll. I actually got a hard uh, success on my last occult roll oh, about the uh, religion. Because I thought we were dealing with uh, Johnny's terrible failure. Oh. <laughs> so you, Adelaide, pick up elements from Asian philosophies. There's a strong emphasis on angels and how their work manifests God's divine will. And also, again, you detect a lot of theosophical dogma altered to sound more Christian and focusing particularly on angelic beings. Toward the end, the congregation rises for the sacrament. The woman says, By ingesting the bread and wine, you're consuming the blood and body of the angelic ones. You, of course, know that this is uh, different to the accepted Christian sacrament. I start to get a funny feeling about eating or drinking anything these people give us, and I start nudging my fellows and sort of making a mm 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 motion. Are the wafers goldfish crackers? <laughs> <laughs> they look normal. Mm. Um, and uh, people form an orderly queue, over a hundred people, 150, 160 people, oh boy. form an orderly queue, taking the sacrament and then moving out into the community room nearby where they say coffee, tea and biscuits will be served. Feeling a bit suspicious about the biscuits as well now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not taking the sacrament. Is literally everyone lining up for it or are some people just getting blessed without taking it or, you know, they haven't done first fishy communion or whatever? No, everyone's taking it. Everyone's taking it. Okay. And, uh... The temple manager, Louise Crosby, finds you and she says, I'm so sorry, last time we, we started on a wrong foot. You see, I was very stressed with the soup kitchen. Things were going wrong. I just, uh, I wanted to say I'm so glad you came again. I know you came to ask questions, but oh, I'm always so glad to see people turning up to, to, our, to our temple to understand and absorb and learn more and perhaps join our religion. So I... Uh, how do you feel? Did, did you enjoy it? So moving. It was something else. Oh, definitely, definitely so much different than everything else. That's, that's what drew me to this. It really resonates deep within the heart, doesn't it? Mm. Quite so, yes. <laughs> I haven't heard anything quite like it. <sighs> well, I haven't been back to church since I was a little lad, but yeah, it, it spoke to me. It did. It's, it's lovely, that, you know, angels. It's lovely. Yes, and, you know, by accepting the angels into your life and into your heart, you are truly accepting yourself, and that's something that no other religion gives you. Not really. I think, with all due respect, my mum would disagree. Well, she seems, she seems lovely. Of course, yeah. But, you know, she never knew if she had, if your mother had been to this service, I am certain in my heart that she would have seen what I see and what I, I know now you see. So, um... You know, John, oh, yeah. I think she's right. Your mother would have liked this place. <laughs> <laughs> Can I uh, ask a question, Miss Crosby? Uh, of course. Would you like to know about uh, registering to the church as uh. members? Not yet, maybe, but I'm interested in these angelic ones. They seem to be mm. quite central. I mean, is this... Are they something you've seen? Like in oh. visions, or...? The society uses the term angelic ones instead of angels because they do not, in reality, take the forms of human beings with wings as seen in popular culture. You know what they're like. They yeah. are. They, in fact, come in many forms and have so many different functions. What sort of forms? For example, we believe that Jesus was the divine child of an angelic one and a human. This angelic one, this our church, calls the Nephilim. That's a fascinating take. I scour my memory for the term Nephilim. Has that ever popped up in any occult readings or is this brand new original for these guys? It's, it's been used for angels in other religions as well. Okay. 
She goes on to say that, of course, we do believe in the one true God. The angelic ones are more like God's servants. These are the functions. They serve God in whichever way God requires. Sure, but if they if they don't have wings and trumpets and all that stuff from, you know, the churches we used to, what do they have? As I said, they take many forms. They might appear in whatever form you need to see the most at whatever time you need them. But, you know, we, as the society, we follow God's will. And our true, our one true goal is to improve the lives of all of our members in all aspects, spiritually, physically, even financially. We have the soup kitchen, we offer donation, we offer gifts to our members that need it the most. It is just so wonderful to have a community and, you know, the angelic ones serve God and we serve the angelic ones and God and doesn't that makes us make us all just, just wonderful, so wonderful. She, um, she mentioned the elements a lot, fire and water and stuff. Mm. Meaningful symbolism, isn't it? Yeah. Well, thank you. So can I get your names down? Um, what? We what are did she say this was Tommy. <laughs> the Tommies. Are you Tommy McThomason? <laughs> I think I personally am going to need to come to a few more services just to be sold. I didn't enjoy this first one, but, you know, <laughs> got to make sure this is the right fit. Oh, she looks hurt. Very well. You need to take your time. I respect that. It's a big choice. I respect that. Thank you. And time has run away from me. So uh, with the end of this conversation, this is the end of tonight's episode. (laughs) (laughs) With a massive cliffhanger. The cliffhanger of the clipboard. Do you give your names? (laughs) As you ponder thoughtfully whether to give your names to this lady or not, (laughs) <laughs> this brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Lydia, Hal, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want to wait to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com for us ride, where you get access to episodes a week early. What's that? We have a new patron on board. That's right. Thank you so much for your support, RPG Imaginings. May the omens be ever in your favor. And don't forget, each one of you can get 10% off your next purchase on chaosium.com using the code STARS10. That is the word STARS and the number 10. STARS10, one use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cult Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community as well as all of our social media links on our website at sazarai.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, let's take a moment to read out one of our latest reviews. If you'd like your own review read out on the show, go to starsaride.com forward slash reviews where you can find links to all the platforms you can rate us on. Johnny Logmar said, Fantastic storytelling. What a fantastic combination of roleplay and storytelling. The rapport of the players with the Keeper in the podcast makes you feel like you're at the table with them. If you're going to listen to any Call of Cthulhu actual play, listen to this one. Thanks for your review, Johnny.